listening to the Jack Wagon Podcast. Oh, good for you. Featuring Chad Rover and Drew Cobb from Cool 94's Rope and Drew in the Morning. You've got to remember that these are just simple farmers. You know, morons. Oh. <laughs> this podcast is unsuitable for small children and girly soy boys. They whine about anything. You pull down their pants and you spank their ass. What is these animals? Give me ones that eat snakes, huh? Let's get it all! Welcome to the Jack Wagon Podcast. Jack Wagon Podcast number 10. Chad Roper with you. There's Drew Boy Cobb and Ronnie Webb. Welcome, bro. What's up? Thank you so much for being here. So you're a bit of a... Uh, ganjapreneur. Isn't that what they call you guys? Yeah. yeah, matter of fact, I wore that t- Oh, I did wear it this morning, but then I switched into our attire this this right. evening, man. I'm oh, so, good. I'm such a dipshit. So, so he's wearing a Rope and Drew t-shirt. Actually, his mom had that done for us. Right. But that one, it makes this me look like I'm all gray with a hint of dark hair. This shirt, Ronnie, was actually extremely controversial because we ordered a first run with this design on it, okay? Okay. And the place we took it, they did such a good job on the first shirt. It was gray, kind of like the color that Chad's wearing right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that, those were the ones that your mom did. Yeah, those were dope, man. So, I was like, man, these are great. So, I go to the place where my mom had them made, and I was like, hey, I want like 50 more of this exact shirt. Same color, same everything. Right. They're like, okay, come on back here and we'll have it ready for you so i come back and it's this does this color of shirt look anything like chad's color of shirt? yeah it's, it's so close this 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 is white right. this is not gray yeah. so i got really mad they still made me pay for it oh that's right you and paid for that out of your own pocket yeah i you? did and we didn't even sell them we just gave them away you know how much money did you spend on that Two or three hundred bucks, something like that. I don't know. I can't remember exactly. Mm. But you know, at the time, I was just bankrolling. That's a lie. I know. Like, <laughs> That's uh, a lie. <laughs> I, I don't remember things the same way. So, uh, you're a business owner, yes, sir. Talk about your business. Uh, well, I have a Hemp Hill Dispensary. I also have Roots and Flower Grow Supply Store west of town. Um, the dispensary. That's my love. That's my baby right there. Uh, had an appliance store in there beforehand and once the law changed that it was legal I threw that out the door and here we come. So the, the appliance store was in a couple different places wasn't it? Yeah I had it over by the police department for a few months. Yeah because I remember Gabe Bell Chad you remember yeah. him? Yeah. He used to assist yeah. us in our videos. He worked for, for Ronnie for quite a while. Yeah. An appliance or what like stoves and Yeah Elk City Appliance is what I had. Oh yeah, man. Oh okay. Yeah, man. He's he's sponsored quite a few things over here at the at the radio station as well. You have, dude. Yeah. By the way, thank you for all that, man. We we really appreciate it. Heck I'm yeah. glad that you're part of our show. It's really fun having you in. Yeah, well, it was nice to finally be able to get on there. Yeah, yeah. that was that was such oh, an annoying thing. And that yeah. I guess we can kind of start off with that right there. Kind of when this happened two years ago, which I can't remember. What was the state question that we passed? The initial one. Was 788? 788. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. We yeah. couldn't figure that out. So was that the one that made um, marijuana? Medical. Me- yeah. Medical marijuana. Yeah, okay. that, it was the one. It's yes. the one oh, that, that started that's, it all. That's yeah. the deal. 
And a lot of stuff has happened since then. A lot of questions were raised because we didn't really give uh, the government much time to enact something. We said, you got to do it within, what was it, 30 days? Right, yeah. It was like the quickest that it's ever been put into act in the United States. Like. Really? Yeah. It was it was unreal how much support Arkansas came out went for almost that. a year before they had even an open business. Uh, really? Yeah. So as soon as hours passed, it, uh, yeah. so so how did all that spin out? Because I mean, there were a lot of people that were like guns cocked, loaded, ready to rock and roll with the business just as right. soon as that thing passed. So how that yeah how that work out for you? Well, that was just the same about the same way I was doing it. I was watching it the whole time, and in in the meantime, getting everything prepped and ready to shut my appliance store down and, mm-hmm. you know, hoping that it passed and sure enough it did. So we already had things rolling and ready to go. That's uh so, so what gave you the clues or thoughts that man, that, I mean, it seems like to put a business together and get it going, it seems like there takes a bunch of planning and yeah. everything. Right. So was the appliance store basically just to buy some time, maybe you know, get you by financially until you can pull the trigger on the pot store or what? No, the appliance store was uh dumb luck, I guess, really. Uh, I worked at Weatherly RCA until I worked there for nine years until he closed his doors. And then uh-huh. I was like, well, I've already got a big client base in my service side, so why not keep it going? And I just... So we- how long did you have the appliance store? <sighs> Five and a half years. And so when did you start thinking man we can actually do this pot thing so was it about the time the colorado deal started to i started thinking man when can i do this pot thing when i started smoking when i was about 14 years old (laughs) (laughs) the black market is a big part of everybody's history in terms of this man almost almost everybody in the business well at least the decent ones were doing it illegally, you know, on some form or another before. And then you've also got people who've never even seen the plant, but they've got a little money and they're like, Hey, I'm going to get into the pot business and get rich. Yeah. A lot of those, huh? We're seeing a lot of oilfield people into the business. Cause well, you know, oilfield's kind of dead right now. And yeah, sure. They think just, business is business, right? Yeah. Just get going. I mean, but, did you, it seems like you would lose a lot of money, you know, I'm going to go. That's a complete, shift in right. in career stuff. I mean, what was that like? Was that kind of scary? It was you know, scary thinking, as hell. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I got nine kids and I'm just throwing Stop. A, <laughs> yeah. right? What'd you say? Yeah. What'd you say? Yeah. That's like some, that's like some greatest generation stuff. Yeah. Right? Right. Right. What are you fucking Mormon? What is what? this? Post-World War II? Well, what is it's, this? It's combined family, you know. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. you yeah, kind of yeah. like have the brand deal going. Yeah. I okay. just, uh, I don't ever feel the need to say, Hey, I got two stepchildren and Oh five, no, that's five kids. That's, I just that's fine. They're all your kids, man. Yeah, yeah, I love them equally. <laughs> yeah, you, well, good for you, yeah. Ben. I was like, well, yeah. you don't look Asian, so right. <laughs> not Catholic. So, so Chad, yeah. I, do you? Do, no, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I was just I was just curious about that. You know, I mean, at the so were you married when you're thinking like, okay, so we're going to make a big shift here, right? Yeah, that must have been a challenge. Oh yeah, but I've got a wife to. Believes in me. Yeah, that that's a good that's thing. That's always a good uh, thing. Yeah. She she knows I'm crazy as hell and just at the whim will do anything. So I don't know why she believes in me, but she does. But because you're a good guy, man. I, I and mean, she she's a great gal too. I graduated with with her. Yeah, yeah. She's she's my my rock. That's for sure. But uh, 
man, the shit she's put up with, <laughs> just just going from having an already established business to hmm. start over new, and yeah. then all of a sudden, all of the hours and the time. Did you have to do any construction stuff? Oh like, yeah, yeah. It took me two weeks and one day to change my appliance store from appliance store to dispensary. I just. Wow, that's pretty still, darn good. I, I know. I'm, I mean, you I'm got going, hmm, you that's got real quick. You, you know? got people who've been operating for almost two years who aren't even where they need to be. Right. So, man, you're real fortunate. Ronnie's got seriously, and I love all the dispensaries around here locally. Like, I support all of them, as most of the dispensary owners do too. They mostly right. shop at all the other places and and kind of promote each other. But uh, Ronnie's shop is just super nice, man. It's like a perfect fit. I actually got to go up there today and check out the back a little bit, see what you got going on there all the magic happens Uh, yeah so you have two businesses i just don't know what the difference is well uh in the dispensary i'm just selling medical marijuana products thc uh Uh, and then the the grow supply store i've got from seeds to dirt to the pots to grow it in the lights dirt yeah there's there's special dirt for this stuff oh Oh, my gosh chad yeah every aspect of this is is a I mean, it's legit. I mean, there's there's so much science that goes into it now. You know, we've talked about this like on the radio before about, yeah. you know, marijuana now compared to what it was in like the 60s right. and 70s. You know, there was typically what uh, I think it was an average of 6% THC Maybe content 6%. in the flower during like the 60s and 70s. Yeah. You compare that now, you walk into Ronnie's shop and you look at the top shelf and you're talking 23% up yeah. on, on just your flower, you know. So have you studied botany and this kind of stuff to the extent that you can apply whatever it is you've learned to maybe growing some like I don't know some new thing or whatever. Yeah, and the only thing I really studied was my grandparents teaching me how to garden growing up. I mean, huh. it's common sense, but it, I think it's common sense. But a, a lot of people are like, I can't get the thing to come out of the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I, I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm an inner city kid, right? right? And what I did up until you know 2010 was living on tour buses. Man, yeah, I don't know. Uh, a damn thing about farming and and growing stuff. And that's another thing, you know, these farmers out here in Oklahoma, whatever they grow, wheat or beans or whatever they grow out here, they may rotate crops every once in a while, but generally they're doing it the exact same way Every, every time, time. Yeah. there are so many different ways to grow marijuana. You I mean you could be a hydroponic grower, you could be an outdoor grower. So you're growing in soil, all different kinds of mediums. There's just so many ways to do it now. I haven't ran a crop the same way twice yet. So do you have enough room in your place for your for your little crop there? Is no. that no? Oh, do you okay. have the growing license as well? Because we probably should have explained that a little bit. Because yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm, a, I'm a commercial man, grower also. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. you have a separate place where you're able to grow your stuff. Or? It's all in the same building, but uh, oh, okay, I got it. Yeah, I you have to. I I don't know if it's uh, a weird or you're not talking to me because of what I'm married to, but I, I'm just, I'm interested as hell in it. No, 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 I, I'm, I'll talk to anybody about it. You know, it's, it doesn't matter to me. Everybody should be educated about it. For sure. Um, I mean, if you take Tylenol, you should think about not, you know. Yeah, if you I don't mean, have to, yeah. You, you know, you want to be on dialysis when you're 70, you know, that's, your body doesn't accept synthetics, you know, it can't process it. it and so, uh, THC, it has an endocannabinoid system in your body, and THC will recept to all those receptors. Your body accepts it all. So, I mean, it, it's pure medicine. 
you know, I was, Chad, I was having a conversation with Matt Randolph. He had me on his podcast, the Truth Teller podcast last week. And, and he came right out of the gate with this. He was like, Drew, you're a pot guy. He goes, is it not true that, that yeah, it's medical, but it's kind of bull crap. It's, it's more or less recreational, isn't it? And I said, well, two points here. First of all, so what if it is? You know what I'm saying? The worst that can happen. We've been doing this for two years. People are just hungry, happy, and sleepy, and they go to bed. It, right. it hasn't been disastrous. The whole state hasn't burned down. In, in fact, the economy's gotten a whole lot better better. People who may have never had jobs before now have jobs and something that they're great at. I mean, you, you can't discount that whatsoever. Second of all, mm-hmm. my time that I spent as a bud tender, I know that 60 to 70% of the people that walk through that door are over the age of 50. Oh yeah. I mean, the people that are coming in there have serious health problems. They're just trying to increase their quality of life in some way or another. And especially for me, because I'm 30 years old and I feel the benefit of it. I can't imagine how I'm going to feel when I'm 60 and I don't know what I'd do if I wasn't able to have medical marijuana. Right. Well, and that's a, you know, I think a lot of people look at it as it's recreational. Oh, you're just getting high. Well, um, do you drink a beer? Exactly. You know, your, your body can't process that, but it can marijuana. I don't know, man. My body processes a fair amount of beer, bro. Right, straight to the toilet. Yeah, but my, my, my point is, though, you know, no, it's mostly not that, but even if it was that, that it was kind of recreational, like right. I said, you drink a beer, I well, mean, you know, so what? And I mean, that, that's just it. I could, I could sit here and smoke for the next two hours watching you drink every amount of liquor you want to drink, and I'm going to be just fine to go home. Yeah. And you're not. And I mean, legally, you know, like functioning wise, I'm going to be just fine. Most people, I don't know what kind of, how, how much you, you drink, but yeah. you know, somebody drinking for two hours is not going to be okay. Well, I think it, that, uh, I, I think that's going to be debatable until yeah. the end of time, you know, right. just it, like how people process THC versus how fast people process sure. alcohol. Yeah. You're talking about weight and, and, uh, you know, fat versus muscle density. There's a lot of stuff that goes into this, but I do get your point. Yeah. And that's something that Ronnie does, man. Whenever somebody comes in there for the first time and maybe they've never tried medical marijuana products before, which is common, especially in these people who are 50 years old and up, they come in there. They don't know if they're going to smoke it, eat it, vape it. Right. They don't know if they're going to rub it on their They don't know what they're going to do until he breaks it down for them. All right. So check this out. I was actually having this conversation today with a couple of people. Every time I ever tried that stuff. And this, the last time I ever messed with it was before I was married. So it's been more than 20 years. Yeah. Every time I ever tried it, man, my, my bod just reacts bad to it. So I get panicky and man, I've seen tracers and all kinds of weird shit. And so, you know, it's kind of like. Aspirin works for some people versus Tylenol for some others, you know, for right. their headaches or whatever, you know. And yeah. so I might be just one of those folks where, man, the way my body's taking that stuff, it just doesn't dig it, you know. And that's that's okay. Whatever. Well, the difference now, though, is you didn't know what you were smoking then. You're you, right. You didn't know. It's it wasn't pot. It wasn't tested. So you might have been smoking some Roundup or something. Yeah. You know. They're, they're, some what? Some, some Roundup. Round in you might have. You, you, it might yeah, have been laced, It yeah. might have been laced with PCP for all you know. Yeah. That's why it's important that everything's tested. We know what we're smoking. We know what we're ingesting in our bodies. It's, it's and we can gauge the tolerance. Whenever you buy a pack of of gummies or something, you know that each one has about. 
10, 10 milligrams, milligrams or 30 yeah. milligrams or whatever. So you mm. can, the, the, the key, what I was getting at with new patients is you got to figure out your dosage, dosage and your delivery method and what works best for you because you're right. Everybody reacts differently. So you're so, telling me you got paranoia, so we'd stay away from sativa and go down to the indica line, something that's going to calm you down and, you know, keep, keep you more in focus instead of being all, because sativas can get you real ramped up and racy and just almost like speed. Why is it just because of the amount? Of it's THC? a terpene that's in the in the THC. So some of the oils, yes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. It's a chemical in in the oil that makes that reaction. So it's not just about the THC. No, 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 not, not whatsoever. All of those cannabinoids they they work together to give each plant its own profile with its own effects and, and, and its own thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it, terpenes are something that's kind of newer. That's been introduced this decade that we really understand better now in terms of the smell, the taste and, and, you know, right. uh, interesting, you know, uh, yeah. there's so just, it's not just about the THC where it, it seems like it just was right. Like so, you how, know, you how used potent to, it is, used you to, know? you didn't question your drug dealer. Hey, you got a, got an indica over yeah. there that I can buy. Hell no. Yeah. You bought the quarter sack and, that was it. what you got because that's what you got. And it was hard as yeah. a brick because um, it was trekked on the back of an like illegal immigrant across diesel, the Rio Grande. Don't worry, it was just in the diesel <laughs> tank coming over from Mexico. You know, I've bought yeah. I bought pot back in the day that would smell like dish don, dawn dish <laughs> detergent because they'll you know they'll wrap it and they'll do a layer of dawn dish soap and they'll wrap it with with vacuum sealed stuff again then dawn dish soap and layers and layers it seeps into it. I've had it where it tasted like uh, what are the dry cl- uh, not the the dryer sheets dryer sheets it'll you can taste it you you i've had weed where it tastes like soap like you're smoking soap and you smoked it again (laughs) exactly and you're tenacious you know but there's so much there's so much that we didn't know about this plant because of the prohibition of it for so so long and Mm -hmm. now and now it's just all these things are happening you know you're talking about the effects cbd for example, CBD alone can give you effects of, of, you know, putting you to sleep or whatever. I mean, there's so many different factors. We medicate a lot of people with just CBD. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of people can't stand the, the psychoactive part of the, the THC. And so mm-hmm. with CBD, we can just about get to whatever you need without the What do you THC. see most of, you know, as far as your, you know, your patient traffic? What are they? What are they mainly like what is there age what, wise or no not age more like more like ailment stuff ailment? Or, are just, or are you just all over the map with it um, stress and anxiety or and yeah that's are the a, number one anxiety yeah. is the, is the biggest or um i say we got a lot of people that say Pain. migraine you know arthritis mm-hmm. but um the funny thing about it is the 18 to 25 year old i don't see them yeah and when you do, they come in and they pick up a single vape cart. Yeah. And then you see them again a couple weeks later. Whenever It's so funny how you legalize something and make it not, you know, right. no so taboo surrounding it. And then yeah. little kids don't want to rebel and do it. It's funny. Kids don't mm-hmm. smoke cigarettes anymore. They, don't, they right. don't smoke weed anymore. They don't drink anymore. Well, what about you said that you see a lot of older folks. Mm-hmm. So do you see a lot of commonalities in the older, like the older age range? What is Com- the age range you see a lot of anyway? I'd say probably uh, 50 to 70. And what do you see? Is there much common common complaints or issues with them that they're coming yeah, trying well. to get a fix? Mm-hmm. What do you see? Just can't sleep, hurt. Just, That's just, probably the just two major achy, things. Just aches and pains in general yeah. and can't sleep. Yep. 
Huh. Interesting. Or having a hard time eating. Yeah. Can't gain weight. Yeah. That, that's actually a surprising weight. one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the whole munchies thing, I mean, is that just a gag or is that a no. real thing? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's, there's a big thing to it, but yeah, you're going to, most strains will make you want to eat. I don't know. Cause me, I'm kind of different though. I, I'm kind of at the point where I can't really eat much unless I have partook. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of iffy on that deal. Like I don't have to eat if I, if I partake, but I need to partake if I want to eat, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, I don't know that. There's a a lot of times I, I'll smoke and I won't eat for a couple hours, but then once I eat that one chip, that bag's gone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. overall, two two years have gone by now in Oklahoma, and, and everything is is good, man. In my opinion, it's getting better as it we is. go. Um, um, what I really wanted to bring Ronnie in today for was because, hey, I got the notification the other day through email. Hey, your medical marijuana license is about to expire. So you get like a month warning and mine's getting ready to expire. So I wanted Ronnie to come in here and help all of us out who are in my situation. What's the easiest way, in your opinion, to, to do the renewal process? And what is the renewal process like? Well, the easiest way, I mean, they've made it so simple for anyone to get a medical card. Facebook. You just get no right, way. Get right on Facebook chronicdocs.com on Facebook. What What is that? Chronicdocs.com. Huh. Docs is in D-O-C-S. D-O-C-S, yeah. Okay. Um, so a doctor will video chat you through Messenger, and you get your doctor recommendation for 25 bucks, and then go on to OMMA and fill out the application, and another 100 bucks, and you got your card. So how do you get renewed? Same way. Really? Yep. So it's basically you're just doing redoing the whole process over again, right? But you don't you don't like refile for a new license. There's a a renewal tab in the OMMA website that you. So so do I just need my paperwork I had the first time I submitted no, it, or just, none of uh, that, the or new just, doctor recommendation? Okay. And you still have your profile on the OMMA right. website. So whenever you log in, you'll just go in. God, the I don't even. Renewal. I don't even know if I can log in. I don't even know if I remember any of that. I think I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's they're they're fairly simple to work with. The OMA at first was such a mess, but I mean, when you got a business taken off like it did in Oklahoma, yeah, um, we're a year and a half into it, and we have six thousand growers in the state, and more patients per capita than any other medical state, right? Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, um, this is in the three hundred thousand. Yeah, the last I looked. So you, obviously your head is in the game with this thing as far as a business owner. Right. So do you like where Oklahoma is at as far as the regulations, the support of the business or no? And if not, what would you change to improve? For the most part, I think they've done a great job. I mean, you know, one year into it and we're, we're changing regulations here and there back and forth on, on, on stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't quite go for you the way you would like for it. But overall, I think they've done a great job on, on the whole system. I mean, surely you've got opinions that you're like, I wish they would change this. What do you think? Well, that's what I was sitting here thinking about. And I, I, something you can improve upon a little mm, bit. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, because even even like processing and getting your license, when I got mine, it it took less than two weeks. 
yeah, before I had my card in the mail. Like I, I haven't had any real negative experiences with it. I will say uh, they've gotten a lot better with the testing. You're talking about testing earlier. They've came up with a recall system to where if they find out that products were, you know, tested poorly or, or mm, there was some type of fraud or something going yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, they've got a recall program in place now where if you're a, a, a patient through the OMMA, they'll send you an email and say, hey, this product was recalled. If you've <laughs> taken this product, yeah. ABC. So do, what do you think in terms of consumers? Because you're both. Not yeah. only are you a consumer, but you're also a business owner. And so what do you think in terms of consumers maybe that are bastardizing or taking advantage of the system? Do you have any concerns about that? Not really. Or I even mean, business owners that might be taking advantage of You know, and that's system. the thing about it is it, it'll all come to get you in the wash one day or the other. You know, the ones that have been doing illegal shit, they've already been getting shut down. I mean, yep. it, it just, it, it doesn't take long for word of mouth to, to get out there. And with social media, you can't do anything. It's game over. So everything's instant. Yeah. yeah. At the at the push of a button, it's instant. Yeah. Well, that's no joke. So anybody that's uh, kind of on the fence, you know, and let me tell you, over the past, I don't know, six months, <laughs> I've been on the fence. So, you know, for someone that's maybe had a past experience where you're like panic attack, I mean, one after another, right. you know. So what are you going to tell the, the guy or gal that's like, man, I have chronic I have chronic knee pain. Okay. My knees hurt all the time. I can't drive for too long where I feel like I have to get out, throw a leg out the door and right. pop my knee or something, you know, mm -hmm. someone that's dealing with something like this and I'm coming from my situation. That's the truth. Right. I've got a, I got a knee thing. Right. Yeah. So maybe someone that's about 50 years old, maybe someone that's 70 years old. So what are you going to tell these folks to, uh, defray some of their concerns about, man, am I going to have a freak out? Right. Well, there, there's many things I could tell you about it. Uh, we have all kinds of different products that I can guarantee won't freak you out. Uh, we, we have a live resin stuff called fairy dust. It's, it's consistent from a live resin. It's not decarbed. And what decarbing is, is you have to activate the THC. So if you were to just eat a bud off of the plant, you're not going to get high. Because that THC <laughs> is not activated. Even though I run into people in Western Oklahoma all the time who are your typical rednecks, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I would eat the stems and the bud, and I'd get high." And you're just sitting there looking at yeah, him, no, and you're you just did. laughing because it's not <laughs> scientifically possible. Yet they insist, and I'm like, "No, dude, I think that's the meth you're on." But anyway, but the funny thing about that though is, people are not educated about THC and. THCA is non-activated THC. And so therefore that it's also medicine your and your body reacts to seven different chemicals from that. So they actually did get a high but they didn't get psychoactive. They've got they got the medical from it. Uh yeah, yeah. And, and so they they actually felt relief from something. Yeah. And, and so that was what they got from it. And so that's the product we have that I would recommend you is yes, it's THC but it has different medical reliefs that's not going to get you that psychoactive you know because it's not activated thc it's like drinking near beer kind of you know it's got like a what 0.1 percent alcohol yeah, yeah. Well, like o'duls yeah. or something <laughs> yeah. it's like o'duls yeah. the oh, o'duls wow. of so weed so this stuff you're talking about is basically the o'duls of pot right so for the people that i mean i've got a cousin that needs it needs it when they use it takes care of their migraines instantly but uh 
can't stand the way they feel from it. And so like these products are, are for those people. Uh, edibles. So he just doesn't like the, the psychoactive buzzy drunk feeling. Yeah. Kind of the womp womps. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. What's really good is that you can experiment with medical marijuana a lot more than you could per se Oxycontin or benzodiazepine drugs. You can, you can mess around with the dosage and figure it out. You can't so much do that with your psych meds. Or even as simple as Benadryl. Yeah. You know, you you take four Benadryl and you're not going to be feeling good. Right. Probably for a few days, but it's just a little process, a few weeks and you figure out the dosage that's right for you. And you know, a lot of people have a bad first or second or even third experience and they never do it again. But Mm -hmm. you know, not trying to say, Hey, do drugs. You know what I mean? It's not the opposite of the D.A.R.E. program, but right. if you do have ailments that you have been neglecting because you, you're just out that of hope, so it's worth a second That is so ironic that that program is called D.A.R.E. Right. <laughs> D.A.R.E. to try. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, that is, it is because I remember when that program started as a teenager myself. and The stupid lion. Was, Lions don't wear t-shirts. Right. Come on. <laughs> that would never happen. Just like Star Wars. And they just tried <laughs> to brainwash you into being so scared of this stuff. Like, Well, but that's been going thanks on. Thanks a lot, since, Ronald Reagan. Right. You yeah, that was that was back in the 30s or something. There was this big government program. 37 is when they yeah. made it illegal. And Yeah. So they called it the wacky tobacco. And they, oh, they yeah. had all kinds of stuff. And... They had all kinds of random animations that, you know, basically. But there's been such uh, studies since then that have shown that, like, reasons for cancer in the rise and, you know, why everybody gets sick from all this stuff that they didn't used to. Well, all of our cattle and everything ate hemp all the time. Yep. I mean, hemp was grown all the way across the United States. Every farmer grew it. And it was in our foods. We weren't putting all kinds of crap into our, our uh, cattle to and, yeah. make them produce growth hormones. Yeah. Growth preservatives. That's what I was yeah. trying to think of, but um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that, that we've been programmed to think that this leaf is bad, but um, if you get down and dirty, it's, it's got a, it's got a need for just about every person in this world. Yeah, now, like, now some people are going to, uh, well, I'll get to that question next. So is there kind of like a, a lease or rent to own program where basically who's someone's never tried it. They're curious. and want to try this thing or is it just absolutely no, you have to have a card holder. Absolutely. Okay. So there are going to be some people because of what you said about, you know, the leaves natural and all this other stuff. Well, what about the fucking coca leaf? Right. That's natural. And it's, it's, it's a very medicating leaf if it's used in the right way. Well, them cats, all they do is just chew on that stuff and then they get holes in their gums and everything. And they're like, you know, I mean, that's what those. But you know, when the dentist was using it back in the day, when the dentist used that stuff on you. When Coca-Cola was using it back in the day, nobody complained. Yeah. I'll have another Coke. Yeah. I'll have a smile and a Coke. So you're saying the coca leaf is just as medically beneficial no i wouldn't say that it's as beneficial um in order to get it into cocaine form like marijuana once it fruits you can pick it off dry it and smoke it cocaine so are you talking about just the leaf is it the leaf no it's It's the bud bud. it's the bud which there are uses for all the the entire plant but what the, the where most medical properties come from are the bud from the female plants 
the fruit from the female plants is is the bud. So is the little purple smoking. flower then? When you're saying the bud, are we, is it the little purple? Yeah, or, yeah it's or, probably the flowers. Yeah, it's seeing. the it's yeah. the clumps of. It's the fruit that grows around the branch. I mean, it's, it's Dude, it I don't know, out. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, it's a okay, flower. Okay, so so the big leaf and everything that that's, that's your fan leaf. That's what feeds the plant. But okay, so yeah. if you dry that out, is that no? That's not it. Mm-hmm. No, but you can make a hell of a salad with those. Yeah. I like to take uh, the the fan leaves. Really, and, you know, you can even deep fry them and eat them like chips. Like yeah, they have more nutrients in it than a leaf of kale. Well. That's a bit. Chad's over here kale eating kale smoothies because his yeah, wife kale makes it. Kale is disgusting. <laughs> Chad, is. Chad would know. Yeah, yeah, because he's I've, the kale master over here. No, my we wife. Juice our, we juice all of our leaves and uh, no, shit. we'll freeze them into ice cubes and make smoothies out of them. But you for, got for what purpose though? For all the nutrients, for nutrition. Oh, okay, yeah, all all the vitamins and and, like it, said, and it, it tastes wonderful, huh? No, I, I think it does. <laughs> I do think it tastes better than kale though. Uh, yes, I it think does, I can eat. I can eat just raw pot leaves, and I think it tastes better than kale. Yeah, so like most of your smoothies that you make, I, I know this know, kale is just so bitter. It it's, has a oof. very bitter taste to it. Yeah, yeah. It, and I don't know, like there's not that bitter taste, and it depends on what strain it is. Some of it's sweet, some of it's yeah. sour. I mean, it just depends. Really, on, well, it goes back to the terpenes we were talking about. Yeah. Mm. Huh. yeah. Uh, but you kind of touched on it a second ago. Aside from medicinal, you know, I feel like uh, Oklahoma hasn't even really explored it as much as they should. The practical side of this, the industrial hemp side that you were touching on just a second ago. Yeah. I mean, literally everything. People used to build their houses. I mean, you can make concrete out of hemp. You can make fuel that will run a car I had a, out of hemp. I had a, a hemp. Uh, I was telling someone about this a week ago. I used to wear a beret all the time. Oh, whenever, what's your face? Upstairs had the, the beret on. Uh, Tara? Yeah, Tara. Yeah. Tara had a beret on, and so uh, I used to wear a beret all the time. It was black, and it was made out of that hemp stuff. Yeah. You know, and so I see a huge benefit to having that. Yeah. So, you know, as a business owner, are you looking at that and going, hmm, that's, that's next? Yeah, and it is. They're working on it. I mean, there's hemp farmers all over the state. Yeah. I mean, you drive over to Eric, and you can see miles of hemp fields. There was a time where you were, if you were a farmer in America, you had to grow hemp. Yeah. You were forced to grow hemp. Yeah, it was, it was the government. Really? Yes, because everything used to be made out of hemp. The Declaration of Independence is written on hemp paper. Henry Ford built a complete car out of hemp. I mean, hemp is the most really? universal yeah. tool ever, dude. You can literally do anything with it. I mean, they can plant fields of hemp and remove radiation from the soil with it. And hemp. you don't have to rotate. You can plant it there the very next year and it'll do the same thing. Yeah. It's beguiling uh, to me that this kind of stuff knowledge is not more publicized. Exactly. The, well, the government shuts it down. They do, it's oh, of not course. federally legal so that you're not going to find that. And you ready for this? My thing about it is environmental. So carbon emissions, even though you hear it on the news more than anything, are not the number one cause of climate change. The number one cause of climate change is deforestation, cutting down trees. Yeah. Now, a hemp plant, you can, like we were talking about, you can plant 10 times more hemp per space as a tree, and you can do it every single year and have a full crop every single year in so, the same place. So you can make almost 10 times as much of the material all your in paper, the same. Everything. So are you saying that as this stuff grows, it somehow re- 
Well, it's a weed. I mean, it grows like a weed, but it's like a tree, too. Once it gets to oh, like yeah, 15 that's right. or 20 feet yeah. tall, it's like a stinking tree. I, I was mean, up in uh, Kansas. I was at my grandparents' place. I was like 15 years old. I'll never forget this. The The setup the at their everywhere. place. Well, yeah, yeah. Up in northern Kansas, man. It's like all over the place. But behind their house there was a little alley and i guess they had their trash thing kind of like in the alley and right beside their trash can there was this big pot tree i'll never forget it so it had a stump it was probably inch and a half two inches in diameter i mean it was it was basically woody i'll never forget this man that's what she said yeah yeah it was but so is that common i mean yeah is there like hemp wood yeah absolutely you just like uh, particle board? Yeah, there's uh, a lot of composite. You do, this, you do the same thing. Being pressed, it's being made into wood. There's, uh, you're starting to see a lot more. There's just no infrastructure for it yet. You know, there, there's plenty of people growing it, but nowhere to take it to. Exactly. So, so we need more processors, huh? Because yeah. it seems like it seems like one problem I always see, and I don't know how you. Do you also have a processing license? Are uh-huh. do you plan on? Are you going to actually get into the full scale processing yeah, game I've as well? Yeah, I've got every license for marijuana that Oklahoma allows. Which is so break that down a little bit. Like, how many different licenses are you carrying right um, now? Just you, my. Um, my dispensary license, uh, my commercial processing, then my commercial grow license, and then uh, transport. My transport agent license. So yeah. he, four different licenses, and you've got a so. Does that business. mean you can just move quantity within the state? Mm-hmm. You can't go over state line, right? Though, right? No. Oh, yeah, because that would be. A, I guess that'd be a federal thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. God, fascinating. And, and it's pretty pricey to do it, though, huh? But compared to We're other one states, of the cheaper states, exactly. Yeah, for the amount of marijuana that I have on display in my store, it cost me a, a quite almost a million dollars for a license to have that much in a dispensary in Colorado. Right. Holy Christ! See, yeah. And that—that's the area that I thought maybe you would say you'd improve upon, but uh, you know, I'm, I was sure that you were also aware that it's way more expensive than other states. Uh, what Oklahoma has done. That's better than all the other places. When Colorado first started out, it was awesome. When Oregon first started out, it was awesome. But they have regulated the business to such a degree that the business owners have no room for any profit. It's it's not even worth it for them to do it, which, you know, people do get into it in Oklahoma for the wrong reasons, you know, which I'm not saying you need to be 100% about the patient. A lot of people do claim that they're just 100% about the patient. Uh, Bottom line is it's a business and you, and you need to be able to make money to stay afloat and continue doing what you're doing. You're right. But yeah. Oklahoma is a little bit easier to do that currently than it is in a lot That's of the other places. That's probably where I'd say my complaint is we need a cap. A cap on what? On everything. Dispensaries, grows, processing. And what do you mean by, by cap? Well, like right now, we, we've got 6,000 growers. Oh, we, we you're have, talking about total amounts of those yeah, businesses right, yeah. existing in the state. Right. I 6,000 growers, 2,000 dispensaries, uh, 1,900 processes. Yeah, se- 72 well, counties keep, and over, yeah, 72 counties, right, in Oklahoma? 77. Well, at 77 some point, counties, you know, when and there's you over 2,000 dispensaries. So do the math on that. How right. many When you have all of these growers developing, at some point, they're going to start putting each other out of business because you're already million. Are. Are they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this month's really going to be a game changer. We got over two million pounds of outdoor marijuana coming in. Yeah, because it's harvest. harvest time. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is harvest for that stuff right now, mm-hmm. huh. and, and that's going to change the market. It's going to flood the market. It's what Oklahoma's market has done in one year is disgusting. Like, I mean, from the day we opened the store, we could make money. 
but to today we're living you know it's back to a uh this time last year i had six employees i've got two and a half now oh wow so it's flooded out you know you got five dispensaries in town everybody's kind of finding their home and you know at the same time though a lot of this outdoor stuff are are people who we were talking about are like i've farmed before i'm just i've got land outside i'm gonna grow weed and it and it's stuff that ain't even gonna be fit for the bottom shelf they're gonna have to end up just like processing it out or something and well yeah but that so what i mean yeah they they don't care they are they're still making their buck right but that that's why i'm all about like what i always try to tell people which i don't even have that much experience but from what i can see if i was some just random guy who didn't have a big backing or anything like that and i was going to get into it i would grow quality small batch cannabis and i would find a couple dispensaries and I would do direct selling to them. That, I mean, so hyper focusing and niche. Well, that's clientele what I do. on craft I, I, cannabis. Yeah, I only grow craft, and it's no sh- craft cannabis. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. I've I've brewed a couple of craft beers. Right, that takes work. So what's the what's the <laughs> yeah. what's the? I mean, I don't. You don't have to divulge this information, but you can give a rough rough estimate. What's the going rate for a pound of of top shelf right now? That it's all over the place, uh, but I mean, it ranges anywhere from four thousand to two thousand. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, a pound of top shelf pot is two to four grand. Yeah, wow, that is sixteen ounces. And so that's why it's so what intriguing to everybody. Well, hell yeah. 16 ounces, yeah. 2,000 bucks. I can do you don't, that. You don't think about all the blood, sweat, right. tears, and money and experience that went into making that because that's a whole right. other ball game. Once you eclipse that 20% into that top tier, I mean, you're, you're doing, you know what you're freaking doing. Well, this doing, is man. what's sickening is right now I'm, I'm flipping my grow room. I, I, my lights in there were HPS lights and the, they're old school, big old energy sucking freaking sun burning light bulbs in there and I had eight in the room and my electric bill a month run me about $900 a month. So that's not even as bad as I thought you were going to say, but that is the boo-boo. Yeah. That's more than 16. Yeah. Takes 16 weeks to get from seed to harvest. That's $16,000. Well, you, how much your, what is it during your veg cycle? Or are you just going straight? Are you buying clones and going straight to flower? Or are you going seed to actual sale? Well, most of my crops are seed to sale because I'm growing craft. I don't. Yeah. I don't want what somebody else's had right. down here. You want your own. Yeah. Um, so that that's the things that people don't figure into it. And I think a lot of these growers are really going to find out come tax season that uh, oh shit, <laughs> I didn't sell my weed for enough money. Yowie. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just $16,000 for electricity for one harvest, for one crop. Well, that means I got to get at least 30 pounds out of that room to to make money. Because I'm not including my water, my nutrients, my employees that I paid for the whole time. And then trimming it all. Not and, to mention anything can happen. I right. mean, kind of yeah, like the, kind of like the last couple days with power flashing and, and ice and all that. Oh, if yeah. you don't have backup, if you don't have you know a weather control, if your grow room isn't weather control or or the weather control isn't good enough, I mean, you're screwed. You just invested all. all this money. You have all these people working for you, these experts growing and helping you and all this, and then overnight you come in and it's oh, all dead. It's all dead. 
There's no coming back from it. So it's a big risk for a mediocre reward, you know? Right. Well, but, it's just like a cotton farmer. Hell, you get a get a hailstorm on your crop and it's gone. Yeah. You know? I, Except that there's there's programs that help protect insurance. those guys. Right. Yeah. 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 So you can't get insurance on your Not stuff? so far. Well, it seems to me like Banking that would be a hell of an improvement, right? Right. That that would be nice, but that's not state. That's federal. Oh. So that's. Huh. How, how's the banking going right now? Bullshit. Oh, yeah. man. So that's still a, a quandary. So do you have to make, you don't have to make all your deposits in cash, do I you? I can't have a check, a it's, banking account. It's a 100% cash business, dude. You got some people who can run a card through sale, but it's ran as an ATM. Yeah, it's just an Well, ATM how in the sale. hell... It's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But that's why the federal government has got to get on board because that's what's holding this back right now is the right. federal government. And you know, now I'm wow. on both sides of the fence there. I am too. I don't know that I want the federal government in our business. Yeah, screwing this. it up like they've screwed up everything right, because else. Because <laughs> then you got you got a Marlboro man here coming down the tubes with their medical marijuana and a cigarette. Pack, the best thing they know? could do is simply decriminalize. They're already investing because they're waiting for it. They so have to because, yeah, pharma is not going to let that happen. And no. there's too many people in Washington who have ties to big pharma on both sides of the aisle. Mind you, this isn't a Democrat or Republican thing. Big pharma companies give equal amount of money to both sides. So they win in the end, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. They're not going to be too happy when they find out that everybody's giving up their medicine that's actually killing them for something that actually works and isn't. Right. So they don't like that too much. So who are the big cigarette? Neither people? do oil the companies. Philip and Philip Morris. Philip yeah. Morris. Marlboro. All those guys. Well, is filled so is that the future of this thing? Do you think that's where this is going? Unfortunately, I think so. Yeah. So how long do you think you last in the business as a small, small guy? I'll be here forever. You won't take me out. How do you know that? That's uh, because I'm that confident. I, that's how a businessman has to operate. For one, if you're not confident in what you're doing, you'll never make it. You can't be half assed. What do you think? What do you think the future of this industry is, man? Well, unfortunately, for, for you, it, it's not, gonna, not the, not the big machine the future, stuff. You know. um, well, it's going to be just the mom and pop running the store because if you really got the passion for it, that's what it's going to take. Cause you're not going to make the Buku's money that everybody think is small the, focused clientele craft. You got to yeah, be good at pot. what you're doing, man. All around yeah. The, yeah. the people who are knowledgeable, you stay competitive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what this Facebook world sh- I hate it. I hate Facebook. I only have Facebook because I have a business. And everybody wants you to be on there doing something stupid. And so recently I've started doing videos. Welcome to the welcome to 2020, Ron. Right. Welcome to 2020. Yeah. 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 And so it, it is liberating, though, to be able to smoke a big fat joint and knowing America's watching you. It is, not man. not going to jail. It is, man. I say it all the <laughs> time. So that is... That's what I posted on Facebook the other day because I, I do. I catch myself complaining about life all the time and how you know bad 2020 has been in general, COVID and all this stuff. But honestly, I sit here, I work with you, Chad, sitting here with Ronnie right now, and I can smoke weed whenever I want to. I've got the best job, the best girlfriend. 2020 is the greatest year, man. It's not that bad. You know, Ronnie, I've tried to remind him that right. you know one of the greatest benefits that he's enjoyed in life is being able to spend no less than two hours every morning, five days a week. With I mean, me. check out this guy's pectorals, bro. I yeah, mean, who right. who would Stop, ever man. get tired of that? You're ma- you're making me feel making me feel dirty. Man, you rocking that <laughs> Lumineers T-shirt. I'm not gonna go take a bath after this, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Dude, this has been fun. Any last yeah. words? We gotta wrap this thing up, man. Get your plugs in there, bro. He's got weed you city know? limits. You know, yeah, well, that's uh, we're we're starting a show, and it's it's on my personal Facebook page. So you got to starting a show talking yeah, about stupid Facebook. Watch my Facebook. We're doing show. Weed City Limits. <laughs> yep, Weed yep. City Limits. Yeah. There's, huh. there's, so what are you no, gonna do? There's no set nights that we go live, but uh, we just go on there, and maybe we had a topic come up through the day that a customer asked us, and so we'll toss that out there, explain how to use or what you know here. Here a couple of weeks ago, we had this Yahoo that uh, it, it wasn't even bought from us, but it, he had bought this distillate syringe that was uh, a glass syringe. And so the distillate is concentrate inside of it. And it's pretty thick. And if you press really hard, you're going to break that glass. Yeah. Common sense tells you if you press on glass real hard and it's thin, you're probably going to break it. Cut his finger real bad. Uh, he starts blasting all over Facebook. He's going to sue the company that made it. And they put on who bought from what dispensary it came from. And so I thought, you know, we'll make him feel real good about himself. And we'll just hopefully he'll see my video and notice that it was a so what's it common what's, sense. What's yeah. your show called? Weed City Limits. All right. And so when can people see this? Um, it's it's usually, impromptu, dude. Right. It it's is. It is. It's just on however I'm feeling. And uh we try to do it two or three nights a week. But so you're going to be doing that on your Facebook page, though, yeah, right? And yeah. it's going to be called Weed City Limits? Yeah. No. Yeah. And so they, the show or the Facebook page? Facebook page right now is Ronnie Webb. Okay. Um, and, but Weed City Limits is live two or three nights a week. Excellent. So you get on there and give us your, uh, your, your two cents, and, you know, it's just come and hang out and have a good time and watch three guys smoke some weed and... Get really fucking high. You better let me come on there sometime. <laughs> you better let yeah, me we're come gonna, visit we're gonna one do, time. Start doing guests and stuff. You know, I mean, I don't even have to. talk. I just want to rip dabs with you guys while while, right? while you guys talk and stuff. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Is that it? Well, Chad. All right, so. man. Well, whenever I go get to renew my license, bro, you can just come with me and we can get you fixed up. Yeah. Sounds good, man. That's a perfect way to end it. Right. Chad's gonna get high. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye then. The Jack Wagon Podcast is a Courtesy Clap production.